Hello everyone, Sarah Giovanetti Mobley back on the airwaves. This is the Peachy Girl podcast. I don't know if I told anyone, but I started hyphenating my last name to Mobley. That is my dad's name. That is the name on my birth certificate. Giovanetti happens to be the last name of one of my ex-husbands, um, and we were married for 13 years. And I basically grew up with that name and built a career in my industry that everybody knows me by that name, kind of like Tina Turner. So that's why I've always used it and haven't changed it. However, um, it's just come to my attention that a lot of people don't know that I'm African-American because of the Giovanetti last name. So I figured I would start hyphenating my name. So Sarah Giovanetti-Mobley, so everybody could be very well aware of my African-American heritage. Of course, I am mulatto. I'm mixed. My dad's African-American and my mother is Caucasian. Um, and so that's why I started hyphenating my name so everybody knows. Um, today, I wanted to talk to everybody about something that's been on my mind a lot this week. And of course, I like to talk about things that are on my mind and my heart and things that I'm thinking about. And um, one of the things I wanted to talk about is that, you know, for you to really truly have um, sovereignty over your life, freedom over your life, is that you have to get to a point where you can take 100% accountability for your own life. 100% responsibility for your own life, right? If you um, are in any part of your life where you're blaming or projecting your problems onto the government, your employer, your family, your friends, you're being a victim because you can't be a victim and a victor at the same time. Everybody has disadvantages in this life. And, and and trust me, I know for a long period of my life, I truly felt like a victim. You know, my life circumstances, I was born into a situation that was not healthy for me. I ended up in foster care. I ended up uh, being a teenage, you know, uh, mom in a homeless shelter. And, you know, I just felt for a long time that the cards were stacked against me, but it wasn't until... I said, okay, roger that, right? These, this is the circumstances that has happened in your life. I got it, right? And, but that's life, right? It's about acceptance. Life is not 100% fair, you know? But you're definitely given cards and you're definitely given gifts by God that you can use that are spiritual to put your life on. But it starts the moment you stop stop blaming your skin color. You stop blaming the government. You start blaming your circumstances. You have to say, Roger that. Here I am. Okay. What is great about my life? What am I strong in? Where can I start? And you have to take that 100% accountability and you have to start moving your life forward. If you've been abused, you got to go get therapy and get help and healed. Um, you know, if you're 300 pounds overweight, it's up to you to go to the gym and work out. 
right? And no one can do it for you. Whatever it is that you got going against you, you got to get that to a point where it's not working against you. In life, you always want to play to your strengths, right? But you don't want your weaknesses working against you. You got to get your weaknesses to a point that you can manage them, right? You don't want your weaknesses to be so out of control that it ruins your life right? And then once you get yourself to a better position, you can actually hire people and get people around you that can help you uh, where you're weak. You know, the best relationships I always say are complementary, right? You know, and you vibe the best and you collaborate the best. So it's like you come together with somebody and somebody else is really strong where you're weak and you're really strong where they're weak. And it's just like such a great collaboration because, I don't know who I was talking to, but I was talking to somebody. Oh, I was talking to one of my clients this morning who came over to our um, training center here in Montgomeryville, PA. And, you know, of course, you know, we're always talking about relationships and stuff. It's the beauty business. <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm like a therapist slash coach. And, you know, one of the things I was telling her, I said, it's really hard to find relationships where people don't compete with you. Like, it's just so like disheartening because I've been really thinking about that a lot because it's like the reason why people compete with other people is because they're not working on themselves. Because if you truly work on yourself, that is so much work. So what you're trying to do is just be better than what you were yesterday. So if you're competing with yourself, you have long-term goals and you have a discipline every single day, every single week, month, right? That you're trying to work on to improve your lot. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, getting ahead in life doesn't happen insta this or insta that. It takes long-term effort to actually get there, right? So if you're not working on yourself and you don't have a mission, a purpose, or goals for your life, right? Then all you're doing is competing with other people. So you're living a life where you're not working on yourself, you're not disciplined, right? And you don't really have a true purpose for your life, right? And so you're kind of just distracting yourself, social media, video games, uh, going out to the bar, you know, socializing 24-7, right? And then what happens is then when you actually truly meet someone who is on their purpose, on their mission, and disciplined, it makes you feel kind of jealous and resentful and those emotions only come up when you're not working on yourself right because it's kind of just like an alarm system in your body to say hello we need to be working on ourselves we need to be growing and evolving oh here's someone who's doing that but it's too much for me to see you know it's too painful because you know, growing and evolving, you have to face fear. And people, a lot of times, like to stay in their comfort zone and they don't want to get uncomfortable, right? So a lot of people who are very, I would say, wealthy um, and high achievers are people who've learned to manage fear. You know, fear is always going to be there for everybody. I even watched an interview one time with Elon Musk and he says, I feel fear so strongly. He's like, I wish I didn't feel it so strongly. So it's a natural emotion. So anytime you're getting out of your comfort zone, anytime you're trying to do something, you're always going to feel fear. And anytime you're trying to do something new and innovative and you're trying to be a leader, you're going to be criticized. People are going to, you know, talk smack and junk and, and, and because 
those are the people who, you know, are not evolving and are not um, uh, growing, right? Because you can't hate and create at the same time. I was just watching um, a podcast this morning with actually Khloe Kardashian and Jay Shetty. And I and the reason why I watched it, I said, oh, okay, I, I don't really see her talking so much about some higher order things. I don't really, I don't really follow her anyway. Um, but I said, well, this is interesting. I mean, Jay Shetty, I know he's a spiritual leader and he's someone who's a deep thinker and a philosopher. So I said, well, this is going to be interesting. And, you know, um, what was really interesting was it, she was just talking about, you know, her trials and tribulations as far as, you know, her going through a divorce and all these different things and what she did to kind of overcome um, those feelings of feeling like not good enough and being judged and just the pain and the hurt of actually, you know, breaking up a marriage and then having a child and her husband's or her man steps out on her and has a child with somebody else. And these are some deep emotional pains and the feedback she was getting from a lot of people is, well, you're rich, just get over it. Like, you know, having money does not does not equate happiness. Like, you know, whatever lot you are in life, you still feel emotions and you feel pain and heartbreak for a poor, poor person is the same feeling as heartbreak for a rich person, you know? Um, and so it was really interesting to hear um, her talk. And I think a lot of times, you know, Khloe Kardashian from just what I have observed is, you know, she's kind of um, been perceived or what I've been, and she's even said on TV is that, you know, she is, she, you know, she's insecure and that's something that came up. And, um, so a lot of times, you know, when she's talking, she's being very defensive, um, and kind of not really, um, I just coming from a place of people maybe not understanding her, but it was really nice to see her talk and open up with Jay Shetty and, you know, to see that soft side of her and her being very humble and being very grateful, um, you know, for her journey of like healing and, and to be able to talk about that and some of the things that she does. Um, and I found that very um, you know, insightful and thoughtful. And she was talking about kindness and she was like, you don't have to be 50% kinder, just be 5% kinder, you know? And, um, and she was saying how, you know, on social media, um, you know, how people will like, you know, when you're, when you're famous, you know, of course you have a lot of accolades, but that fame, that leadership, that stepping out, putting yourself out there comes also with a lot of hate. And she's like, you know, instead of being like upset and bitter, she's like, when those people come at me, she's like, I really truly feel sorry for them. Right. Cause they're in pain. Cause people who truly have evolved spiritually and um, are on their purpose in life, you know, they're lifting people up, they're adding value to other people, they're not out there, you know, criticizing people. And she was just saying how, you know, I would never ever go to someone's page online and say something negative. She's like, if anything, you know, I just, you know, drop into people's, you know, Instagrams and wherever. And I just say something nice, try to lift them up, you know? And so that was very insightful and, um, really cool. I really like to see that, 
Um, it was, it's really cool to see her journey as far as, you know, um, you know, just being accountable for her own emotional state, you know, taking responsibility for how she feels and, and then what she does, you know, she's got a nice self-care practice where now she works out, um, you know, she journals, she prays, you know, I think she has a personal trainer now and she's really just taking 100% accountability for her life, 100% accountability for her emotions and trying to make herself feel good. So that was really cool to see that um, because a lot of times, and I, I think the one thing that really surprised me is I've always wanted to be successful in life and for a good part of my life, you know, I was poor, <laughs> you know what I mean? And struggling and trying to survive. And the moment that I, and while I was struggling, uh, trying to survive all that, you know, people will come around you with empathy and compassion <laughs> and really like, you know, really care about your emotions. And the one thing that really surprises me, especially now that I'm successful is, is that people, um, think just because you're successful and just because you have money now that like, they kind of don't care about your emotional state. They kind of feel like, well, you know, the money, you know, is, is, you know, they're looking at you like, oh, well you got it. (laughs) And they're like, well, what are you upset for? You got money, you know? And, And it was like, and that's why I really wanted to bring up, uh, that whole conversation that Chloe uh, Kardashian had with Jay Shetty because like I could understand where she was coming from because I experienced that myself, you know? Um, a lot of times people just think that just because you're successful, just because you have money or you have fame that you don't, you are devoid of emotions now and your money should be having you in a state of total gratitude a hundred percent and emotional health and you know money has nothing to do with how you feel you know um emotionally right so of course money is going to give you peace of mind that the lights are on and you know um you can take care of things but you know like i said a heartbreak is a heartbreak <laughs> you know tears are tears you know people in your life m- might die you know somebody might disappoint you or somebody steals from you all these disappointments and things hurt, you know? Um, and just cause you have money does not take that hurt away. So, um, so it was really interesting. I really did like, um, watching that podcast this morning, but I would just encourage everybody that if you truly do want to live your best life, you know, it's so important. I don't know why there's a narrative that's really being, um, driven home in America right now. And it really disgusts me is that everybody's just playing a victim. And truly, if you what you doesn't matter where you come from, where you've been, this is America. And if you take 100% responsibility for your life and take actionable steps every single day, have some discipline, right? And a value system, right, that you adhere to and you take action every day, you can improve your lot in life, right, you know, and it's like, yeah, maybe you're poor, clean your house up, organize it, you might find 10 bucks, <laughs> you know, in the laundry and you can take that 10 bucks and go to the thrift store, you, you know, buy, buy you, maybe you buy, found something at the thrift store that's 10 bucks is worth actually 50 bucks and you can put that on eBay. You know, that mindset is just keep trying to take that next 
step, right? And the next positive step. But you have to have the mindset that, you know, I actually have power over my own life. I can be independent, sovereign, and I can take actionable steps to improve my lot in life. Now, Mind you, if, you know, say I'm a woman and I was living in Afghanistan, you know, maybe I couldn't do those things. But here in America, yes, you can. I am living proof of the fact that, you know, I was homeless, I was a teen mom, I was in foster care, okay, and I and I was able to go on and build up, you know, uh, my life to be a business owner, right? And so I always encourage people to... Um, you know, if you're someone who say is kind of, um, you know, down and out in life and you don't really have a lot of family support and people around you to say pay for, you know, four years of college, I highly encourage people to go into the trades, right? The vocational trades, plumbing, carpentry, get an apprenticeship somewhere, cosmetology, right? Be an electrician, a welder. I mean, people in the vocational trades, you can go to school for a a year or two years. Even with nursing, you can go to school for one year and get your LPN at a vocational school. And then half the time you can get a job working as a nurse somewhere. They start like $25 an hour and then they'll pay for you to get your RN. I mean, Start in the vocational trades, and I really wish they would have vocational trades in the high school. So when you get out of high school, you have a trade, a skill that you can work, and it's not minimum wage. I mean, I feel like that's the solution to having higher minimum wage. Just put People need to feel pride and worth that they work for something. There's no pride in a handout. People might take that handout, okay, and they need it, but let me tell you something, when they lay their head on the pillow at night, they feel weak and they feel worthless, no matter what they say. Even the whole, you know, women who use men for money, you know, oh, you know, oh, there's no shame in the sugar daddy game. Yes, there is. Trust me. I've done makeup for so many years. I see the backstory. When those women lay their heads on pillows at night, they feel weak. They don't feel like they can take care of themselves and they, and they, and they feel desperate. They don't even feel like they have any self-worth. What gives you pride, autonomy, sovereignty, freedom, self-worth is you being a student of something, a craft of something, finding excellence in what you do and working for what you have, right? And that starts with that spiritual principle of gratitude. You got to feel like you are enough, whatever about you. If you like to cook, go to school to be a baker. So you can start in the vocational trades easily. If you can't even afford to go to vocational school, try to find a place where you can be an apprentice. My son started out as a tattoo artist. I was going to pay for him to go to college. Um, He ended up getting an apprenticeship as a tattoo artist. And now he has a beautiful flourishing career as a tattoo artist, making over $100,000 a year. And there is money in the trades and the skills. And so, you know, and that's a way to start. And if you're working in the trades, then you have the money to actually pay for your college education. And maybe you'll have the wherewithal to say, price shop around for college. You know, I see people coming out of college with $150,000, $200,000 in college debt, and they're working at Starbucks with a liberal arts degree. You know, I mean, maybe if you really worked hard, 
you know, to save up some money and you're going to pay for college cash, you might say, you know what? Community college is looking pretty good right now. <laughs> Let me try this state college so that you actually go somewhere, get something that's going to benefit you and you don't have to pay an arm and a leg for it. Now, these are all choices that we have to make if you want to live free. Live freedom ain't free. Okay, if you want your freedom, is blood, sweat, and tears, right? I was just listening to Candace Owens. Um, she's a conservative. I love listening to her because I'm a libertarian. She's a Republican. So there's kind of some differences in our core philosophies. But I love the fact that um, she's such a great debater. And one of the things that she was talking about is the fact that her grandfather, um, I believe her parents or her grandfather's parents were slaves. And so he was working as a sharecropper. But even though he was in these dire circumstances, as far as, you know, you know, poverty and then, you know, being a sharecropper, he was able to build up a beautiful life because he took 100% accountability. He didn't say, woe is me. I'm going to play the victim. Look what everybody did to me. No, I, this is what I got. And I'm going to build up a beautiful life. And I'm going to take 100% responsibility and accountability for my own life and try to make the best of what I have right now. And then that's what kind of gave Candace Owen her constitution to be, um, what I do agree about is how she encourages everybody to take responsibility for their own lives and build up your own life and stop blaming other people and projecting to other people what you, there's no, you know, the only thing you can do is you have 24 hours in this day. And if you put some work into moving your life forward, that's all you can do. And that's where you need to be. Um, and it wasn't till I, I took 100% accountability for my own life and really started working on myself and deciding if it's going to be, it's up to me. No one's coming to save the day. I got to save myself. And when I did that, my life just exploded, right? When I sat in blame and um, projection and being upset for the cards dealt to me, I, I got nowhere. You get absolutely nowhere. But the minute you say, roger that, that's fine. Okay, great. This all happened. Good. Okay, whatever. Let me do the work so I can get to a place to be okay. This is your life. And you know what? You got to play the cards you were dealt because this is the human condition since the beginning of time. It's about acceptance. You have to accept the reality of the world. There's never ever going to be a utopia. There's never going to be 100% equity for everybody. That's just how the world is. But what you can do is you can improve your lot and you can improve your life today. And then the more you do that and the more you focus on yourself, you'll be a shining example and an inspiration for other people to improve their lives. It's about attraction, not promotion. So anyway, I would just really encourage everybody to be the victor and not the victim of their own lives. And I would just encourage everybody to stop blaming and projecting, take 100% accountability for your own lives and start building up your life. Because that's the only chance you got in this whole entire world to actually be sustainably successful and f having true freedom, right? Knowing that, you know, what you make and what you do is 100% your own efforts. And that's self-esteem. That's competence. And that's what gives true confidence. So anyway, I hope everybody has a super fabulous week. And I will check back in with you guys later.